Wake up. Wake up. Get up. Yo, how y'all doing? I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're feeling well. I hope you're ready to get out there and get shit done. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. It's your boy, DeVille D.I. from Thoughts by DeVille D.I. The podcast welcoming you back to another episode. Man, I was sitting around and I, I, I had a situation that reminded me of another situation where my daughter caught me lying. Yeah, that's right. She caught me out there. She caught me telling a fable. She caught me fabricating. She caught me uh, whitewashing the truth. However you want to look at it, she caught me out there. And I'm going to share that story with you. But before I do that, as a reminder, in case you missed it, you might have been sleeping. You might have missed episode or two. The new series, Hearts of Men, where I discuss relationships and dating is out and available. Just search Hearts of Men and boom, there it is on the first episode I talked about. Why older men like to date them young tender derones. You feel me? So, check that out. And if you enjoy the podcast and you feel like, hey man, you know what? This this guy deserves for me to show some appreciation for his hard work. You know what you can do? You can click that little link in the description and become a supporter of the podcast. A 99 cent donation, a 4 or whatever, $9.99, whatever it is you choose to drop. And one-time donations are appreciated also. You can jump in there and uh, uh sign up and give that first donation and then uh exit out of it and never give it again <laughs> but anything you give is welcome and appreciated but not necessary i just wanted to put that energy in the atmosphere in case you felt the need to or you just wanted to show your boy some love it is accepted but okay let's move into this story of how my daughter caught me out there lying man so, while she was here, she was visiting from California, the lovely city of Stockton, California. We were out and about uh, doing our thing and visiting some of the places that she enjoys eating. Uh, went to one of her favorite Chinese buffets. So, as we were walking in, she says, no, there's a guy sitting on a bench outside. And he says, excuse me, sir, I'm a disabled veteran and I'm doing bad. And I wonder if you can give me a couple of dollars. And I was like, I'm sorry, sir. I don't have any cash on me. We went inside. We ate. We ate good. We had good conversation, as we always do. And then uh, we left. But before we left, I went into my wallet, and I pulled out some money and gave uh, a tip. I left a tip for the waiter. And the moment she seen me pull out that money, she looks at me, and she says, you just lied to that man. Hmm? I was like, Scooby-Doo. Hmm? Say, you lied to that man. You said you didn't have any cash. I was like, yeah, I did. You got me. So she says, well, why'd you do it? So then I'm thinking to myself, DeVille, DeVille, what do you tell the babies? This is a moment, a life lesson moment. What are you going to tell the baby? And I decided to tell the baby the truth. I had to educate her on professional, uh, what do they call them? Professional 
beggars or professional I can never think of words when I when I want to say um what are panhandlers see this guy is part of a, a duo of panhandlers that um they go from place to place and ask people for money that's like what they do for a living I know you're saying Deville Deville how do you know they're professional panhandlers so relax I'm gonna tell you I know this because for uh as i work i move through the city i move from city to city to city to city and um this restaurant that we were eating at is in my old neighborhood so i've watched these people panhandle since my daughter was you know barely walking since she was like two years old or something like that see this guy is a part of a duo and as we were leaving out the second one uh was there See, this is a male and female. I guess they're a couple or at least partners. And what they do is they go from place to place and take turns uh, panhandling. They drive a nice, big, pretty SUV and everything. So apparently they're doing pretty good with this. So I see them all the time getting in and out of that truck, dropping each other off. And I'm just not with it. Those type of people make it hard for you to give and, and want to do for other people you know so i had to give her that life lessons that you can't judge a book by its cover everything is not always what it seems and why you should help people sometimes you have to be selective about who and when you're going to help people because everybody is not necessarily in need or deserving of your help what made me think of this story though was the other morning <laughs> i was on my way to work and I had to stop and get some envelopes. I needed to mail some stuff out. And I didn't want to risk getting to work and there being no supplies. So I was like, I'm going to get these envelopes so that I can, uh, you know, mail what I need to mail out without any troubles. When I stop, I get out of the car and I pull up first. I pull up to the uh, the family dollar. And when I'm pulling up to the family dollar, I see this young lady outside with some red leggings on but what really caught my attention was the fact that she had on a ski mask pulled up over her face so i'm like do i need to grab that thing get the strap you know what as they say and so she sees me looking at her and i pull around up park she pulled the ski mask off and walked off the curb and she starts walking over to my vehicle but so by the time i get to get out of the car she's right there and i recognize her i've seen her before panhandling so she says hey i remember you and i was like yeah i remember you too and she's like i'm gonna be honest with you i'm just some you know somebody that's just getting out and trying to change their life and uh i was wondering you know if you know where i could get a job cool no problem i gave her the information on you know a lead on a job or two that you know she may be able to get in and then after that she says hey Cause it's all <laughs> she's good because she's building right she says hey um like i said i'm out here i'm trying to do right so could you buy me something to eat and i'm buy you something to eat she's like yeah i'm not asking you for the money or anything can you just buy me something to eat so i start thinking to feel what are you gonna do because i'm looking to my left there's a mcdonald's right over there then i realized bing light bulb goes off relax i'm gonna tell you 
I said, okay, I just stopped at Burger King and grabbed two breakfast biscuits. You can have one if you want it. And she was like, oh, that's what's up. That's what I want anyway. So, I'm cool. Go in the car, get the breakfast biscuits. And then I realized that I had left my wallet in the car anyway. So, I um I pick up my wallet. I hand her the breakfast biscuit. And I'm putting my wallet in my pocket. And then she's like, hey, give me a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have no cash, which I didn't. At the time, I didn't have any cash. But, <laughs> like I said, she was good. She was escalating the situation. A lot of people are surprised when they offer you, when you ask for something to eat and you actually offer them something to eat. And they're like, because most people aren't going to take the time out to actually go somewhere, buy you something to eat, and, you know, drop you back off on the corner or whatever, or go get you something to eat and bring it back to you. So, at that point, most people just go in their pocket and hand you some money and be like, here you go. But you wanted something to eat, I got something to eat for you. Either way, she was thankful for the biscuit, at least I think she was. And she made her way off, and I went and got my envelopes and went on about my business. And everything was hunky-dory, man. But that's what made me think about that. Uh, the situation where my daughter caught me lying out here, man. Uh, it was kind of weird. It was kind of awkward when your kid catches you lying. You know, when you're, excuse me. When you're the one who's always trying to instill morals and values into the kid and then they catch you out here bad, it's like, damn. So at that moment, I just had to come clean and tell her really what it was. Hey, look, <laughs> sometimes people lie. I ain't gonna, this probably won't be the last time you catch me, <laughs> catch me lying. I mean, in all honesty, though, it is what it is, man. So, yeah, I was lying. But you know who ain't lying? Rashad James. Rashad James wasn't lying when he told the uh, uh, Maryland sheriff that he was a lawyer. See, Rashad James was in court uh, earlier this month, and he had just obtained a expungement for a client. The client wasn't there. But while he was in this courtroom, he was approached by a deputy sheriff who asked him, was he really a lawyer or was he just impersonating one? He replied that he was a lawyer, and then the sheriff called him by his uh, client's name. So he promptly informed the sheriff deputy that he was not his client. He was asked for his ID, presented his ID. Sheriff still didn't believe him because he didn't have his bar card with him or his uh, you know business card with him. And he made that man call his supervisor. What the hell is going on? Why are they harassing a man? This man just went into court and he uh, successfully obtained an expungement for someone. Why the hell are you questioning whether or not he's a lawyer? That seems weird to me. But going to court is weird. A lot of times I just went to court the other day. I go to court a lot. Well, not a lot, but decently often for what I do for a living. And they do tend to give you a hard time, man. I walk in there, you know, and I'm in there. I'm business dressed. I'm all slacks, wingtip. Well, no, I didn't have on wingtips that day. I had on some brogues, some oxfords. No, they weren't oxfords. They were brogues. I had on some brogues, if you know what those are. Because um, manners make up the man. Had on my brogues, slacks, polo button up. I'm carrying files, walk in, you know, and I still have to get, of course, strip belt. 
socks, empty out your pockets, all of that. If that isn't uh, enough, then I get through and I look over to my left and I see the same uh, deputy that I saw last time standing there with the freaking um, rifle. I don't know why the hell he had, he chooses to carry a rifle. Nobody else. I see last time I saw him in there with the rifle. I didn't know, you know, maybe some high profile people or something was coming through. But no, he's just in there with the rifle. He's the only one in the whole building with the rifle. And then I go up to the, the courtroom that I'm assigned to and I go in and, you know, I go, I already know where, where to go. We, I come in, they have um, attorneys and, you know, people that are filing on behalf of businesses and, and and all those type of people. They sit on the left side of the courtroom and the people who are having things, paperwork filed against them sit on the right side. So I go in, automatically know I go sit on the left side. So I go in over there and I sit down and a deputy approaches me and he's like, uh, what's your name? I told him my name. He looks at it and then he looks at me. He's like, oh, now he left me alone. He didn't, it wasn't like he was harassing me or anything. I just found it kind of weird though because it wasn't like he was in there checking names like that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I was I was the only one who he asked uh, what their name was, which was strange to me. But it wasn't like I was. I don't feel like it was a racial thing, though, because, you know, he was black and I'm black and I was the only black guy sitting over there. So I did feel it was strange, though, why he was asking me who I was out of all people. Anytime the police talk to me and start asking me questions, I get a little nervous. <laughs> you got, you know, I get a little nervous. I ain't always been like this, man. I had my rattlesnake days. I didn't know if he thought he thought he, thought he knew me from somewhere or something, my boy. So I was like, but yeah, it depends on who you run into when you're in them courtrooms, man. But I, I've seen an attorney in there one time uh, that worked for the state, and he had, like, he didn't look professional at all. He had on sneakers. Uh, he had a, be a book bag, you know, the haircut with those little twists, the little nappy twists, you know, how the barbers got that little sponge they rub in your hair that makes your hair look nappy even when it's not nappy. You know, they'll cut your hair, comb it, and style it perfectly like they got a a degree in freaking geometry how sharp they have that haircut doing and then they grab that little sponge and rub it around your head and make your head look nappy i never understood that okay some of y'all don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> i can't explain it to you but just know non um you know non-melanated people who listen to me and enjoy my show i appreciate you but yeah there's a there is a, a little sponge that people have that, that we use to make our hair look nappy even when it's not nappy. I don't understand why my damn self, but yes, we do do that. It's, it is really a legit. It is a thing. Next, I want to talk a little bit about gaming. Do I have any gamers that listen to my podcast? Any of you guys out there game? If you do, you need to look your boy up on it. If you're on Xbox, look me up. It's uh, DeVille 404. That's D-V-I-L-L-E 404. Hey, look. <laughs> I'm getting real comfortable with y'all because I just said 404. Look, I'm from the South, man. That's how we talk. 404. Here yeah, you talking about. <laughs> I should have hit you with my corporate voice. I'm like, yes, that's DeVille 404. Yeah, I got a corporate voice. 
I think everybody from the South has a corporate voice. But I only use mine on three occasions. When I'm in the office, when I'm talking to police officers, and when I'm talking to somebody that I think possibly might write me a check, that's when I use my corporate voice. Other than that, it's 404. But I want to talk about that Apex Legends, man. It's a lot of, if you don't know, let me start off with that. If you don't know, Apex Legend is what some people are calling the Fortnite killer. It's a free-to-play battle royale game. You know, the whole premise is you drop in with this team, three-man team, and um, the goal is to be the last team alive. You just go around collecting loot, gun, shield, ammo, all that type of good stuff, and killing everybody that you see or strategically moving yourself through the map and avoiding everybody and just having that one in-game in game battle to uh, become the champion of the arena. Now, this game, when this game dropped, I was heavy on playing Call of Duty. Uh, then this came, and I, I jumped on it, and I, 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 I did play Call of Duty since, but I've been mostly trying to play this, which I am trash. So if you add me at D-V-I-L-L-E, you're going to have to carry me. But if you play that, you play NBA 2K, you play, play Division, you play COD, any multiplayer game that you play, add your boy, man, let's squad up. Because I'm getting so sick of these toxic Apex Legends community. Brother, it is sickening. Because this is not a, they have no single player mode in this game. So, you either have to play with friends or you're going to have to play with randoms. So, in an occasion where I'm not dropping in with somebody, I don't have anyone to play with, the game is going to just randomly pair you with people. Today, I was paired with a couple, a new couple at that. They were young, they sounded like teenagers, and they were basically discussing their relationship and how their relationship was going to go. And she was telling him what type of girl she was. She, I want you to always be there. Um, and he was like, yeah, I think we're going to be cool. Just don't, you know, just don't fuzz at me and, and don't ask a bunch of questions. And she's like, oh, I'm going to ask questions. And th this is what I have to listen to while I'm trying to just play some Apex, man. I'm j I just want to play Apex. I'm listening to this, their whole freaking relationship scenario while I'm trying to play this game. I had to call it uh, India in here, and it was like, boom, hey, check this out. Listen to this crap that I'm having to listen to. And then she's listening. She just shakes her head and hands me the headphones back, and I, I start back playing it. Then all of a sudden, they realize, I can hear you. And the guy's like, oh, he, he, you know, that guy can hear us. He's probably wondering what we're talking about. And then they just continue on talking about uh, whatever they were talking about. I'm trying to tune it out and just play the game. But I have to kind of listen because, like I say, it's a team-based game. So every once in a while they're saying something that's actually related to the game, and I have to hear it. So we get to a point where we're under attack. We're trying to push a team, and they're all talking and like, hey, other guy why don't you go up there and kill them for us so i'm like you know whatever because at this point i pretty much come to grips with the fact that we're probably gonna lose 
So I'm like, whatever. I'm, I'm debating on whether or not I want to leave the game. But I hate leaving games because I like getting my XP, my experience points. So I'm like, whatever, screw it. I'll rush this place and get downed. And the bastards don't even come help me. They don't even come help me. They just let me bleed out and die. Sons of... Either that or you paired with some little kid. I played with a kid one time, and he just wanted to talk and 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 talk. And talk. You know how little kids talk. And he's talking about any and everything, and he just got the game, and his mom's letting him play, but he can only play this long, yada, yada. I'm like, I'm being nice to the kid because I'm having fun playing the game. And he was decent. So, you know, I'm trying to bear with it. I can only took some, take so much, though. Then you got the, the rager who was just on there yelling and screaming and fussing for no reason at all. Look, when I hear, when people at this point, when I'm playing Apex, when I hear someone um, complaining in the loading screen, already because once you're matched with your squad before the game starts it pops up and you can see who you're playing with you can see some of their stats stats how many kills they got uh how, how much overall damage they've done how many wins they have and stuff like that and you'll have some people that immediately just start whining as soon as they see who they're playing with oh man come on man no man what what come on man and now, when I, when I hear that at the low screen, I just back out. I'm not going to deal with that. And that's really the only bad thing I have to say about this game. Look, Apex, uh, EA, Respawn, y'all need to do something about that. Either find some way to do, um, like, uh, what it is, like experience-based matchmaking or something like that where people of like let's say level one through ten only play with people level one through ten or one through twenty only play with one through twenty or something like that, man. To keep because people who are people who don't have time to just sit around and play all day but enjoy gaming don't want to hear you whining every time you're matched up with somebody that you don't feel are as good as you are, and we're probably not as good as you are because this is all you do. But we don't want to hear you whine about it. Just play the game. Enjoy the game. You're going to take some wins. You're going to get some losses. Because like I say, I'm trash. And I know I'm trash. I'm a hot garbage. But <laughs> at the same time, I'm not the worst player out there. But I'm not. You don't want You don't want to depend on me to win the game. I'll put it like that. But I've had several games where I've been on winning teams. And I do my part. I hold my own. But we don't want to hear you whining about that, man. That's why they should. I definitely feel like they should um, find a way to just kind of match people more accordingly. But like they say, you won't get better unless you play the game and you play better people. Playing better people makes you play better. But we just don't want to hear all that whining. And I definitely, at the same time, don't really want to go to a, a single-player format because I do enjoy playing in squads with other people but as i said when i don't have my own personal friends to log on with the times where they're not on the game they're busy or whatever and i have to just play with randoms it gets frustrating not because i'm that kick-ass player that just hates carrying people look i don't know why people act like <laughs> they don't enjoy playing people i mean carrying people through the video game people who are good 
like being the good uh, player on the team. I mean, and especially in the video game. Maybe if you're not, maybe not if you're LeBron James trying to win a championship, you want decent players on your team. But when you're playing a video game, I think a lot of people enjoy it more than they want to admit being the best player on the team and being able to just say, hey, man, I just carried these guys last night. They were all trash. But guess what? We still won. But, yeah, since day one, I've been dealing with that. Literally the first time I ever logged in to play, it was a kid, and he was um, he was whining. Oh, man, I hate playing with noobs. But then after he played with us and he saw that we were – well, we might not have been the best players, but we were able to hold our own during the game. After the match, before it ended, the last thing he said on the uh, on the mic, it was like he was fading away and falling into a pit of desperation. Last comment I heard him say was, you guys can add me if you want to. Hell, no, nah, we're not adding you wine, but nobody wants to listen to you. <laughs> nobody wants to listen to you wine for 20 minutes. Those matches take... If you make it to the end, that match takes like 20 minutes to play. I don't want to hear nobody bitch and moan for 20 minutes. Unless you my old lady. And I'm giving you that. Mm, mm, mm. Then I'll listen to you moan for 20 minutes. Other than that, shut the hell up and enjoy the game. But enough of that. Because y'all didn't come here for that, did you? Y'all came here for some morning discipline. And that is exactly what your boy the real DI is going to give you today the discipline for the day. Huh. You have to get comfortable being uncomfortable because stretching is the only way to grow. I work in a field. In my field, I have over 11, 12 years experience in my field, right? But I only have five years experience with the company that I work for. So, this is a large company with a lot of exclusive vernacular, a lot of terms and abbreviations and so on and so forth that are unique to this company. So, I'm at a disadvantage of trying to learn this jargon while it is ever evolving and being added to. And things that were called one thing last week are called something else this week. On top of that, Learning the ins and outs and operations of this company. Whereas some of the people that I work with may only have one, two years experience on the job experience at that. Doing what we do, but they've worked inside of that company for 12 years, 15 years. So they know the jargon. You know, they know the operations of how the company works. So it's easier for them to maneuver through it than it is for me. So I'm in a constant struggle of having to learn these things. But I never let that stop me. I dove in head first. And every time something comes around, I'm given an assignment that has something to do with something that I don't necessarily understand. I just get out there and I do my best to learn it. And then if I don't learn it, I just wing my way through. Don't tell nobody. nobody. So it's like 
a lot of times we get so set in what we're used to and what we know that when things start to change, we get irritated, we get aggravated, we get mad, or we just don't want to deal with it at all. You're never going to achieve whatever it is you're trying to achieve with that type of mind state. You're never going to get, it was a time where I was uncomfortable in front of this microphone. I used to do music, I used to rap, and I'd rap my ass off in front of a microphone in a booth with the door shut where nobody could see me and my headphones on. And anytime I messed up, we could stop and I could try it again. And we could stop and I could try it again. And we could stop and I could try it again. I can do that same thing here and now, but I don't feel like that's really natural. It doesn't really flow the way I want my show to flow. So it's intimidating to sit here and talk just thoughts versus me sitting down and writing out a whole verse and going in there knowing exactly what I'm going to say. It's different when I'm just working with my thoughts and trying to tell you what I think about things. That's why I don't script my show. That's why I don't write anything down because I want you to get what I think in that moment about what I'm talking about. It took me a while to get comfortable doing this. I really feel like I'm just getting my legs up under me doing this. It's going to be the same for you when you're trying to start the business, when you're trying to go back to school and you haven't been in school since you were 20 years old and now you're 35 but you want to finish your degree, when you're trying to leave this company and go to that company and you're starting all over, it's going to be uncomfortable. Get used to it. You don't think a butterfly is uncomfortable in that cocoon? I just got deep. That was some Gandhi stuff right there, man. You're getting good at this. Take this information. Do with it whatever you will. But remember to be the reason somebody's motivated and masturbated today. Because either way, you made a difference. Get you a good breakfast. You're going to need it while you're out here getting shit done. Thank you, General. Last one of y'all for tuning in to the VLDI Thoughts about the VLDI, the podcast. Make sure you find me on social media, D-V-I-L-L-E underscore D-I on Instagram. And go follow that Thoughts by the D-I Facebook page. Hope that y'all subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it. Rate it, review it, and come back tomorrow. I'm out of here, man.